You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, folks. We need to make an amendment to our Air Force podcast. If you already listened to it once, maybe you're hearing this again. But let's do it, right, Matt? We have a a huge change in news that we normally don't go back to record with uh, Air Force Academy with uh, Donald Hammond III, Matt, uh, seemingly no longer on the team. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Academy, as they are wont to do, uh, didn't necessarily provide a lot of details. They really only said that he is no longer in good standing. And we, as of right now, we're recording this uh, on July 19th. We have no idea what that actually means. But uh, according to the article that Brent Bergman of the Colorado Springs Gazette put out um, breaking the news to begin with, you know, he pointed to other examples, I think most notably Cole Fagan, mm-hmm. uh, the fullback who was basically removed from the team with, uh, without much uh, fanfare at all uh, going into last season, um, that you, you, it seems to me that Hammond is most likely headed for a similar kind of fate which is to say that he might not play at all in 2020. That seems likely. There's a couple other scenarios, like a women's basketball player and some other football player, where if you're not in good stand, it, it could be a myriad of things. Maybe he's not academically ineligible or eligible. Maybe it's a violation for something to do with the Air Force Academy, like a school violation. It could be a legal thing. We're not going to speculate, but those are typically, if you think of it that way, you're not in good standing, there's a couple generic things you can look at Matt like is he gonna for what I just mentioned like legal school wise grade wise uh, get in trouble or something but we don't know and they don't say we may or may never know but this is a it's a big deal because you're in process of doing the uh our all conference players as is our staff like we're putting that that all together um it'll be out this week uh Monday depending if you're listening to this ASAP so we removed him from that he's still in our top 50 list somewhere we'll still leave, leave him there but do like an asterisk like we did with uh there's that Nevada running back a couple years ago that transferred. James to, Butler. Yeah, James Butler. Yeah, transferred to the big, a Big Ten school, some more type of thing where it's well, he's he's in, he made the list and like he could have been. I do you want to say? Let me ask you this. I know the poll. Who cares? When people listen, they listen. Whatever. Did he get any uh, votes for preseason player of the year? Uh, he did actually. Uh, I can take you know pull the veil back a little bit. Um, I think I we, did. I don't recall. I was. D- d- I think I was one of the people that voted for him, so for Player of the Year. Yeah, I mean, we ended up having a tie actually yeah. in our initial vote for Offensive Player of the Year, and so when I posed it to, um, when I posed it to everybody else on the staff, as basically saying, okay, well, it was a tie between Donald Hammond and spoiler alert, Warren Jackson, Colorado mm-hmm. State, and so you know there was a disparate number of votes. So we basically wanted to break the tie among our staff to say, okay, so. Who would you choose between those two guys? And even then, it ended up being a very, very slim margin. Well, obviously in favor of Jackson because that because Hammond's taken off our list. So, but again, but again, spoiler alert. Yeah, and it's it's already out. It's fine. You've seen it. Go but, check the website. At the same time, you know, we also thought highly enough of him. Where, you know, obviously, I believe we'll we'll make note of the change in our 
all conference teams when they come out. We're recording this on Sunday. It'll be out on Monday. Um, but Hammond was our first team all conference quarterback as well. Oh, I did not see that coming. So yeah, it's a it's a at least it seems to be that in the eyes of our staff as a collective, that losing Hammond for any stretch of time, let alone an entire season would be huge for the Falcons. Yeah, and as we mentioned in the in the rest of the podcast, which will just be tacked on the end, so our records, we'll give new records again really quick, particularly mine, because I was quite bullish on the Falcons. But like the past couple of years, except for last year, which you'll hear, they always had multiple quarterbacks because of injuries or something with uh, going back the past, what, four to five years? There's always yes. been somebody else now. Isaiah Sanders is at Stanford. Uh, Mike Schmidt graduated. This is their most thin bench ever quarterback. And we even discussed this as you'll hear. It's like, well, what if what if happens? To, it happens to him. And like, just in generic terms, we had no clue this was coming down at all. But just in the most basic terms, well, if he gets hurt, the whatever reason to come in, like they don't have many guys there. Like it might be Warren Bryan, maybe. Wyatt Bryan, you mean? Or oh, I put Warren Bryan. Is that not his name? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, let I, me fix that. I, <laughs> well, and I think we mentioned both him and Chance Stevenson mm-hmm. on the uh, in the initial recording, so you'll hear yeah. those names later on. But I mean, it's not to say that Air Force hasn't also brought in other guys within like, their last two or three recruiting classes. Um, I mentioned it on the podcast. I'll just mention it here that uh, the Falcons haven't yet updated their roster for 2020, but there could be even more recent recruits like Max Maxing, excuse me, Max Massingale, who could mm-hmm. figure into the mix. But if, you know, at this point, what the Falcons are faced with is just a complete lack of in-game experience because all the snaps last year either went to Hammond or Sanders or Schmidt, mm-hmm. and so you're kind of starting from scratch and. Yeah, again, I'll mention it here. The fact that the Falcons were already coming into the season as one of those teams in the Mountain West with a severe lack of returning production, you know, Hammond was supposed to be the glue that really kept that narrative from looking really dicey. And without him, yes, they still have other stars coming back on offense, but it's it's going to be real hard for them this year, I think. Do you want some positives for this, Matt? The positives, if you're an Air Force fan, the offense... The way how it is is so unique. You have Kato Remsburg. You have some running backs back there to help out. So a couple of are still a pretty good offensive line. This type of offense, not to say it's plug and play, it sort of is. But Hammond was a step above the traditional option quarterback who will get whatever 600, 800 yards in the ground just because of what the offense is. Hammond was well above that just because of what he was doing and what he was able to accomplish and what we've seen, including throwing. So whoever's going to be back there moving the offense. It's still going to move. They're still going to be a good team. They just may not be an elite team and contend for the Mountain West title. Which, exactly. Which is kind of – I'll find up – I put up a poll really quick, a double check. I think it was mostly like fourth place or below. But it'll they'll still be a good team. They still have talent on there. But it's like when you lose your best player in your team, you're going to take setbacks. But it's kind of what I mentioned when we get into the rest of it. I talk, We talk about returning production and Air Force returning production – can be conceived differently because receiving group lost a lot, but that's not normally what they are good at. So it's kind of hit or miss. But same thing here. They lose a huge quarterback, our player of the year, essentially. First team quarterback, we felt, within the conference. He was our player of the year last year. Really, 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 really good. Davey O'Brien watchlist guy for the whole FBS. So it will, it will take a step back, but I'm confident they'll still be a bowl-eligible team. Like, that should be their baseline almost every year. There's always a couple here and there, but... This is a team that still could win a handful, quite a few games this year. So, do you want to? What was your record 
like whatever they'll if they heard it already this is just an add-on i'll probably make this an individual post too but tell people what your record was beforehand so originally i had them at seven and four six and two in conference do you change that I do. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's really hard to project just how effective the offense is going to be. And so, you know, a lot of those, you know, what you might call 60-40 matchups might now be like 40-60 matchups. And so I look at especially, you know, games on the road, like at Fresno State, all of a sudden becomes a lot more uncertain. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even games like at San Jose State, at Wyoming, or excuse me, home versus Hawaii at Wyoming, there's a lot more there's a lot less sure things or maybe not sure things but just a lot more games that seem to be more cast in doubt than they were a few days ago when we recorded originally so what's your new record then what do you got i mean i think they're going to be a lot closer to 500 i'll put it like that i agree without i think they're most likely to be either something like six and five five and six I mean, if you're asking me to put into a bunch, like if you're asking me to kind of group games that I think they are most likely to lose that I had marked as wins, mm-hmm. um, I would say at Fresno, at San Jose, home versus Hawaii, at Wyoming, and then I'll throw the season finale at Utah State in there as well. Mm. As losable games? Yeah. My record, spoiler, 11-0 because I was very confident on this team. <laughs> That's out the window now, obviously. You're, you're giving away the whole ghost right well, there. Whatever. They can hear why. They've already, people already heard it. It's whatever. I said undefeated. I'll, I'll let people, they can laugh now. It's like, hey, here's the, the secret. I tell them love to know. They don't know why I love to know and you hear my rambling reasoning. Why, but I'll say it, but I am changing. Um, you're right. Like, I had the only talk, like, I'm going to, we're going to go back and look at our other podcasts as well. I may, because I'm going to post our game by game like we've done in the past. But Boise, no, I'm going to win. At Fresno, I'm going to toss up in Fresno's favor. I don't think they could beat Navy. Okay. I don't think they could beat Navy at home. I'm almost with you, like basically six wins. Because remember, the Purdue game's canceled. Going to Wyoming, no way. Hosting CSU, I'll put that as a toss-up loss. Utah State's on more of a toss-up game, but they should go bowling. But there's a chance, like they could lose home to Hawaii. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm changing mine down to six and five. Yeah, I mean, and this is not to say that all of a sudden they're going to revert back to like what was it, 2013? Where they went two and ten? Yeah, not that bad. They're still going to be fine. There's, there's still, there's still a lot of talent on both sides of the ball on this team. It's just, you know, the, uh, the, I think it's maybe safe to say that their candidacy as a dark horse candidate to steal a, a, the Mountain Division is probably uh, gone. I don't know. Shut. Yeah. Like, like they, like they get Boise at home. There's that, but that's it's still tough to do. Clearly, just because of uh, Boise's really good. I'm trying to find the poll yeah. here. I think, I think overwhelming majority. We've tweeted a lot, but it's basically I think. Oh, here we go. Here's the poll. So I put like with Air Force likely losing Hammond. Where do you rank them? Like in a poll wise, um, yeah, 46 percent say fourth or lower. 10 hmm. percent first, 11 second, 33 third. So what would you? I'm assuming this six and five record and league record as well, not very good. It's probably fourth place, right? Somewhere in there, third, fourth, third. I would say third or fourth, depending on how optimistic you are about uh, you know other teams in the division like Colorado State or Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I think that you know the the fact that you throw this massive question in the mix, and and I feel like we said this on every podcast, just for saying again, every team in the Mountain West has questions, mm-hmm. but when you throw this kind of unknown into the equation 
you know, if you're a Rams fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, even if you're an Aggies fan, you can you might feel a little more optimistic about being able to s- smell a little bit of blood on the water especially, if you're looking at Air Force on the calendar. Especially Utah State, which now is their new quarterback now. Jason Shelley taking over yeah. for um, Columbia, Henry Columbia. Uh, so, yeah, that's a likely bowl-eligible team. But, like, if, Argus, if I'm still going to go really quick, if I do best-case scenario with what they have, I could see them beating Fresno and CSU and getting to like eight wins. I, I'm I'm still a little bit higher than most people, but I think they could get like I wouldn't be if they were to get eight wins, I'd be mildly surprised. But between six and eight is where I think they could finish wins. Yeah, Five if something trips up like a weird like I have the Hawaii game, like we don't know what Todd Graham's really gonna do. But that's like another toss up for me, but I have a win because Hawaii, despite them winning last time they came to Academy. But I got six and five in conference, they would be They'd be fourth place three for me because lose Boise, Wyoming, and CSU, the other three teams, and then lose the Fresno. That's four conference loss. That's two and four in league play. Only beaten or no, yeah. sorry, sorry, four and four in league play. Beaten New Mexico, Utah State, uh, San Jose State, and Hawaii. So, mm-hmm. sorry Falcons fans, it's got to stink. Who knows if Hammond can come back or what he'll come back or what the season will look like? But uh, yeah, that's our little um, amendment to the podcast. So. Go listen to the rest of Air Force Preview if you haven't already, or if not, you can just hit pause and go listen to our other podcast.